So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens, and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All hit radio. Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you would like to uh, send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. To find out about the programming we have available for you 24-7, 365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, visit www.xzbn.net. And for the programming on the Exxon TV channel, that is currently on Simul TV. It's channel 21 on simultv.com. And starting February the 1st, we're going to be on iLaunch TV throughout the United States and 50 countries. And we're also going to be on Comcast. So we're very excited about this, reaching new friends and you know, telling the stories to the people around the world that we talk about each and every night here in the Exxon. Now, my first guest tonight, Exxon Nation, is Joanne Brokas, and uh, Joanne is the number one award-winning best-selling author and world-class intuitive spiritual healer. Joanne's healing prayers have featured in the world-renowned Harry Edwards Healer magazine. Her books have been endorsed by medical doctors and experts, and her distant spiritual healing work has received astonishing testimonials of incredible healings that defy the standards of medical science. Joanne is the healing columnist for the Other Side Press magazine and Psychic World newspaper in the United Kingdom. Now, she's a regular on guest on radio shows and has appeared on TV in both the United Kingdom and United States. 
And we're inviting you to visit Joanne's website for all the information about this young lady at www.joannebrocas.com. That's J-O-A-N-N-E-B-R-O-C-A-S.com. And Joanne, welcome to the X-Zone. Oh, thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Tell us a little bit more about yourself uh, and how you became the renowned healer that you are. Oh, well, to make a long story short, mm-hmm. um, what happened originally was, well, I was 17 years old when I first entered a spiritual church in Swansea, a beautiful spiritual church in Swansea, Oxford Street, Swansea, that I ended up getting married to my husband in. Um, when I was 35 years old. So you can imagine um, how much that church means to me because I, you know, I was young when I first sure. went there. And I developed as a medium mm-hmm. and a psychic, and I had no interest whatsoever in healing. And even after, you know, doing a platform mediumship and going really far, doing really well with my mediumship and my psychic ability, because I've been psychic since childhood, and that's what first me led me to go to the church at 17. So even though I went really far with that, and in 2009, I was the nominated finalist in Wales for Best Female Medium. Wow. In my heart, in my heart, um, I started to want to change. Instead of wanting to give people evidence of life after death, mm-hmm. my, my intuition was reading... They aura, it was more interested in their aura, their chakras, their, their energy field, what was blocking them, what was causing imbalances in their, in their health, in their life, in their finances. Um, basically, I was really starting to be interested in helping them remove blocks. So I started to do my healing work. And it was only from... I would say about three years ago that I've had major breakthroughs in healing and I've been studying since the age of 17. So it's not something that just happened overnight. I had to develop it. I had to study it. I had to research it. And finally, um, I started to see those breakthroughs come in. So I think it's a long process of basically evolving my consciousness through prayer, through study, through contemplation, through research in order to help me to be able to uh, intuitively discern what might be interfering, mm-hmm. causing, or contributing to somebody's health issues or life complaints. I was wondering if you could share with us, Joanne, some of the um, incredible healings that have defied the standards of medical science that you have been responsible for. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because every healing treatment I mm-hmm. do is a dis- form of healing so i don't get to see the person um i don't even use a photograph of the person because everything is by vibration and by vibrational frequency so i'm using um the name to connect to the soul and it's through like a process of prayer so this is me to connect to the soul i connect to the to to god the angels my higher self their higher self and the soul and then so this is only people that have approached me and asked me, uh, would you be able to help me with this issue? Because I don't just go around healing anybody because you can't do that. And people have um, like soul challenges, mm-hmm. they have karmic issues, and it's not, it's not my responsibility to just go around interfering in people's karma. So it's whoever's been an approach 
me because that shows that they're at some level ready to heal or they're willing to heal. So uh, one that stands out to my mind, which was surprising to me as well, because you've got to remember, I'm not in touch with this person, only by email. Sure. So a lovely, a lovely lady approached me, and I've done a few healings for her, and I mean, everything seems to be going great. She had great success with um, her diabetes level change. She had great success with her eye pressure changing. And then she came to me and she said um, that her surgeon was interested in doing um, arteries because she had blocked arteries and that she would may need to have surgery for this. Mm-hmm. And there was something like, um, something like a 60% blockage or there was a there was a definite blockage of the arteries. And she asked me, would I be able to clear the arteries? Now, obviously, when she's saying me, it's God that does the work, but she's telling me the problem so I can explain it to God and the angels and the highest forces of divine uh, love and life. And would I be able to do a healing on her, heart, her arteries and basically reduce the blockage as much as possible so that she would prevent surgery? And then... I said, so, because I believe anything can be healed. And while I can't guarantee mm-hmm. any results, I'm always willing to try because I'm just the, um, I'm aligning in prayer and I'm asking them to do the work. They do the work. But I connect, like, I say I connect and direct. So <laughs> I connect and direct the divine, like, frequency. So, yes, through this, I did the healing of our arteries. And then I let it go out to my consciousness. And I explained to her, your healing is done. I always offer the client um, a, a report of their healing. The mm-hmm. healing is done. And then within a week or so later, she went back to the doctor. And the, the, um, they tested her again. And she did not need surgery. There was a 40-cent reduction. And I'm at, this is off the top of my head. I won't know it exactly. But I've got the records to prove it. But there was a reduction in her artery so significant that she didn't need to have... Um, surgery. Wow, that is fantastic. Congratulations. <laughs> wow. Oh, I, I always say thank you to God. Well, thank you to God. Thank you to the angels. <laughs> and thank you to you for being the conduit, for being the connection, for being there to to have the ability to help these people in their time of need. Oh, you know, I'm always grateful that I'm able to do that because um, I'm very aware, right, mm-hmm. that I need to be at a certain level of within me I, sure. I have my energy calm so uh yeah you know if i if i'm having a a difficult day or something like that i know that i'm gonna be able to need to calm down and get my consciousness right because i have to focus and it's just like basically moving your mind into that altered state of consciousness so that you can connect your um higher self with the spirit, you know the spirit world in the heaven realm well, I'm glad you're there doing what you do, and I'm sure there are many people that you've had the ability to help and acting as the conduit between the angels and God and, and making these miracles happen. But listen, you and I have to take a commercial break, but when we come back, I'd like to talk to you about the angels. So please stand by, and Nation, our guest this hour is Joanne Brokas. Her website is www.joannebrokas.com. Now, Joanne and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break. But before we do, I'd just like to let everyone know that this edition, January 2019 edition of the X Chronicles newspaper, is now available online with our compliments 
at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. And on page 5, you'll find a casting call from an international production company that is looking for people who are paranormal investigators, researchers, walking tour operators for their upcoming TV series. So if you'd like to uh, submit your project, your group, your walking tour, your investigators, your team, just go to www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com and go to page number five. All the information is right there. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the X-Zone with your Australia Rob McConnell from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, Psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by shaman worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found 
on findyourpathhome.com. Exonation Joanne Brockus is our special guest this hour, www.joannebrockus.com. And we're talking this hour about, well, let's see, healings, angels, um, you name it. We're going to be talking about it with this award-winning young lady that we have the pleasure of having with us tonight here in this first hour of the Exxon. Now, Joanne, be, during in segment one, we were talking about basically that you are a conduit between... Yeah. The person that you're you're helping, and the angels yeah. and God. Now, maybe you can help define, you know, who are the angels? Well, oh, I absolutely love the angels. To me, mm-hmm. they are um, benevolent messengers, and um, not just messengers, healers, helpers. Uh, they they are delighted to intervene for humanity to help us in our highest and best way. So they, so if somebody's praying for God mm-hmm. or um, the angels carry out prayers for God and then they bring back the answers to us or they directly intervene in our lives to help us in the highest and best way, whether that's nudging us in the right direction, helping to calm our nervous system, or, I mean, praying on behalf of somebody else is just wonderful. It's like sending um, a divine benevolent angel to help mm-hmm. that person mostly do in the person's sleep because most of my healing treatments work while a person's relaxing later um, or sleeping because there's a lot of changes in consciousness that go on and it's a process and the angels help with it. So the short answer is they are divine intermediaries. They take out prayers to God and they bring back the answers or they take out prayers to the source or the creator or the universe um, whichever is more comfortable for someone, because not everybody wants to use the term God, but that's what I use, and I, I'm happy to use that. Now, what is the difference between an angel, a guardian angel, and an archangel? Oh, the guardian angels are with all of us. Mm-hmm. So we were born um, with angels or guides in the heaven realms or spirit worlds assigned to us to maybe watch over us and keep us on track and to help us stay on the right path. So mainly they would be like personal angels. They're closer to the earth plane. They would lack um, divine power in the sense of an archangel. An archangel would be more powerful and the likes of archangel Michael. So he would have his own legions of angels um, and blue divine light frequency and then those angels would be more powerful than maybe what a guardian angel would be because they're working on a higher frequency of vibration so it's not so much a hierarchy although there is that kind of um, description with the angels especially if it's a biblical one it's more to do with divine light frequency for more, more um, understanding of the creator, more divine wisdom, more divine power, more divine intelligence, purely through um, being closer to source energy. So more evolved than we could say the archangels would be more involved than the regular um, guardian angel. So, and then there's like angels as well. 
who would be associated with the rank of guardian angel, but they help their angels, and they would just be um, like like the regular guardian angel, but extra, so like friends of the guardian angels, and they would be able to help us as well. But to do with prayer, I would always say our guardian angel and our higher self, our own soul's higher self, has a divine connection straight to source energy. Now, where do the angels come from? I understand heaven, but where do they originate from? What is the history of an angel, and how do they multiply? I love that. I love that question because, so I think of um, the universe, I think of God as like a brilliant force of divine love, ultimate Mm -hmm. truth, ultimate life, divine life. So the angels were created before man before so before the before the universe before the world before humanity so um i that's so just like the stream of um the holy spirit and and christ-like consciousness emerges from the source energy that i would say the cosmic sun and then the next form of creation is the angels the archangels the seraphim and then the different uh, the cherubim and then the different ranks and species of angels because they do they have different attributes so they get uh different um frequencies of life and then they stream this slightly stream this i think of angels more to do with consciousness and streams of light rather than personalities and people because yes they uh, on on earth as humans we would expect an angel to look like a human face or a human form. Mm-hmm. And we always expect them to have wings. Yeah. But typically, they wings, they, they divine light rays. So it's like rays of their aura. But to, if they want to appear to a human and the human's not going to be shocked at their appearance, then they would be appearing to them in a style that would be more accepted or comfortable for that person's consciousness. So if the regular person thinks, oh, you know, an angel is going to have mm-hmm. wings and they're going to be... Um, so high, they're going to be a male or a female, they're going to be really beautiful or really handsome, then that's the kind of vision that might be acceptable to, you know, the person on earth and would see that vision, whereas really the angel would be a spark of light, so a beautiful force of ultimate love and God, carrying God's truth, carrying God's power. How do the angels help us to heal? So, when it comes to me asking them to help mm-hmm. to heal. Right. Um, it's always through prayer. So I would ask the angels then to go to a certain person, whoever petitions and um, or you know petitioning the healing for, to go directly to that person and to make the necessary changes in their consciousness. So they're always working on a spiritual and energetic point of view. So our physical body, we have an etheric counterpart of this where all the chakras are, where all the meridians are, where all the, where all the systems are, the electrical systems, where our higher self is, uh, where our soul connects. And so the angels are actually making um, the, any necessary divine and energetic correction to our spiritual and energetic anatomy, which would then be the support system for the physical form. So it's only an energetic one. So... It's like um, there's no like manipulation of the if you go to the chiropractor to get your spine and 
you know, an alignment. It's no mm -hmm. like kind of manipulation on a physical point of view. It's done on an, an, an energetic point of view, which means then when the person relaxes, physical changes can take shape. For instance, with the um, woman I said had the arteries, uh, you know, the blockage reduced significantly in such a short space of time that the, the doctors couldn't understand how that happened. The angels, I asked them basically to, to um, remove it. It's like to suck out all the blockages, to remove the debris, to dissolve the debris, to um, eliminate it, to neutralize it, and to flood the, the arteries with divine love and divine light in the highest and best way. So I'm, I'm actually asking, it's always a process of being specific. So when you want to ask the angel to help somebody heal, I would my my um, suggestion is be as specific as possible, but straight to the point. With all the angels that are out there, how do you know which angel to communicate with or to pray to? Yeah, so basically for me, mm -hmm. I have a divine light team. So my divine light team would be, this is somebody now, my team is involving different frequencies. Remember I said now that I don't think of them as personalities, different frequencies. So on my divine light team would be um, the Christ-like consciousness, the Holy Spirit. And yet I'm not religious, but I'm, I'm passionate about working with these frequencies because they help to heal. It would be the seven archangels of divine light. They'd be on my divine healing team. Yeah, I'd ask for Yogananda on my divine healing team. Mother Mary, and I'm not Catholic, but not always on my divine healing team. So it's basically asking who means something to you. And if you don't know the angels, then it would be researching them and thinking, oh, you know, I'm drawn to this particular angel, Archangel Raphael, the angel of healing. But you, it's not just an angel of healing. You might need a change in consciousness, mm -hmm. wherein Archangel Raphael is connected with divine intelligence and can help with the nervous system and with our brain. So there's different angels to different things. So it's just like every, even with the angels, each angel has a specific specialty. Yeah, and then they have loads of angels underneath them right. that uh, work on the same, same speciality. So, for instance, with Archangel Michael, as a warrior, a warrior angel would help with spiritual defense, spiritual mm -hmm. attack, psychic attack, and other things, many different other things. So it's, you'd have all these angels working on the blue divine light frequency, and they would be helping with um, spiritual protection, physical protection. They would be helping with uh, removing obstacles, motivating people, giving them confidence, removing addiction, because it gets broken down. As you come near and closer to the Earth plane, it becomes more personal. Or if you want to use it on a universal level, like a bigger level, it would be sending um, Archangel or asking Archangel Michael to help um, bring peace to the planet or to help remove evil from the planet. All right, you Joanne, know, we've got to take a break, so please stand by. Oh, okay. Nation. Our guest this hour is Joanne Brokos, and her website is joannebrokos.com. And we'll be back on the other side of the news right here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Send me your email. I love getting your, your emails, your comments, your recommendations, and even your sarcasm and sometimes hate mail. What the heck comes with a job? Exxon at exxonradiotv.com. We'll be back on the other side of this news break. Don't go away.
are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, After the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and our guest this hour is Joanne Brokos. Her website is www.joannebrokos.com. Joanne, why is it that sometimes healings that people ask through you or to the angels, you know, then up to the big boss, God, how come some work and some don't work? So this is a great question because it is, Ultimately, mm-hmm. God's wealth to heal. God wants you to be healthy, whole, well, abundant. Um, that is, is not his will for us to be sick or suffering in any way. So it's not that the healings are blocked from a spiritual level or divine level. They would always be blocked from a soul level, the human soul level. So basically, some things can respond to spiritual healing pretty rapidly, such as pain, if there's like pain, but if there's chronic long-term illnesses, um, sometimes there, may, there needs to be a shift in consciousness with the person themselves. Mm-hmm. So if, if, they get, if they receive a healing and yet they carry on thinking negatively or they carry on living destructively or they carry on using the same habit and the addiction that they want a healing from... Whilst the healing might be initially received, if they don't make those changes in consciousness or make beneficial positive actions in their life, then their own free will 
um, is hindering or blocking a complete and permanent healing. So typically they will receive improvements of some kind, but then um, without making taking responsibility to take charge of their own existence, and uh, they block or delay their permanent healing. So... In this world of ours, it's a binary world. We have up, down, in, out, good, bad, God, Satan. Are there good angels and bad angels? Yeah. The, so the dark angels or fallen angels, if mm-hmm. we think of it in a biblical sense. Yes, there's definitely um, mischievous spirits. Some of them are angels. They could also be called, if you, in a, in a religious sense, demons or biblical sense, uh, fallen angels, um, or dark angels, uh, just to do with the frequency and polarity then of their light. Whilst there would be one power, so one universal power of God, there is only God, so the, the polarity of that would be the lowest shadow of light, or the lowest um, uh, expression of light, so we're moving into different degrees of um, consciousness, consciousness where there is, to the point where there's evil, because there is evil on earth, and you only have to look at those who uh, do awful things to children and animals, mm-hmm. with the child, um, you know, the sex trafficking industry, there's evil on earth, and then there would be, um, on a spiritual point of view, evil feeding that evil on earth, so typically there is always some kind of um, malevolent that would be influencing people on earth as well. I'm not saying everybody, but there's a lot of um, negative, non-beneficial influence in the minds of humans to create evil and suffering on earth. For those people listening tonight around the world, if they would like to communicate with their angels, how would they be able to do that? So, always from a place of so you're going to have a strong vibrational frequency mm-hmm. and a strong heart center if you approach them from a point of um, mindfulness, so being in the moment, peace, so that your energy is not all erratic and scattered everywhere and that you're grounded, and from a point of um, love. So I, because angels are at the highest source, benevolent, divine, light, loving beings, so when your heart energy matches that of compassion or love or stillness and mm-hmm. gratitude, you're basically setting your consciousness. You're setting your energetic signature. You're setting your consciousness to be able to elevate your frequency of life to attune with the angels. And then you do it through prayer. And then you can simply make a request because angels honor free will. So angels don't inter- interfere with our um, soul lessons or soul experiences or soul challenges or whatever you want to call them. They don't interfere unless we ask for their help. So then I would always ask via prayer. And you can pray directly to God if you have a, uh, an issue praying to the angels. Or you can just ask your guardian angel or um, an archangel to help you. I would always start with your guardian angel and your higher self. And then you get, as you get used to the angels, and then you'll be able to invite um, more divine like frequency into your life because it can only help you 
it won't it won't ever hinder you and it will never take away anything that your soul is determined to experience or learn. So how would you suggest we protect ourselves before we can actually get the help that we're seeking through you or by prayer to the angels to get to God? Yeah, prayer. Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, prayer is the one thing that's going to um, begin that divine spiritual protection in your life. Mm -hmm. Daily prayer. And I always ask for um, the life the divine light of God or the divine light of uh, the Christ-like consciousness to surround and protect me from all forms of non-beneficial energies, interference and harm, and to empower me with divine love and divine light protection for my greatest and highest good. I do this for myself. I do this for my family members. It is so important to pray. And you can ask for... Um, Archangel Michael, if you feel you're under spiritual attack of any kind, and quite often, sometimes it's not even spiritual attack, as in uh, by a non-beneficial, by uh, by a spiritual influence such as a demon. It's, it's uh, very rare would it be that. Sometimes it would even be such like says earthbound spirits, which is just human spirits that have yet got have gone to the light. They're still on earth and they've attached to somebody um, due to a weakness in that person's emotions or uh, one of their belief systems maybe a match it's usually a frequency thing so they can be they often need protection from picking up a hitchhike or a nerve-bound spirit because then you are influenced by that person's consciousness and you only want your own consciousness you don't want anybody else influencing you so then you would ask the angels to help to intervene and and release these um, human spirits to the light because it's a form of healing for them, too. They want to go to the light. They're going to be much happier in the light crossing over. So it's always through prayer. Prayer is like the one thing I live by daily. I wouldn't do any of my work without it. It seems that there are more cases or more examples or more stories about demonic intervention these days than in years gone by. Why is that? Well, I because more people can communicate with each other for one thing, mm-hmm. and Hollywood with their stories for another, but also because there is, um, there is, you know, I have found while it's rare in my work for me to receive somebody who has a demonic influence, that most of my clients do have non-beneficial spiritual influence, which would be of a lesser, a lesser kind. And it can even be of, like, environmental factors as well. Mm-hmm. So um, with, like, earth energy, geopathic stress, te- techno- technology. Because of the technology, you know, the age that we're living in, we've got Wi-Fi going on everywhere. Our, our auras are easily weakened and penetrated. So then these angels are finding it easier. That, I mean, the fallen ones or the right, dark yeah. or whichever you want to say. They find it easier to influence people who are opening themselves up to um, their awareness then or their, to, to their vibration. So like maybe if they've taken drugs or if, and they've, also, they've already got a weakened aura through all this stress and through um, their mental blocks and through their emotional trauma, uh, trauma energies and memories, 
and basically then they they are more susceptible to influence and then maybe one spirit is influencing them then they get on top there's a piggyback spirit on top of that and then it goes all the way back to influencing them to maybe drink more or to maybe um be angry to, to feed their anger yeah i would say it's because of the age we're living in and also because um not every story is going to be true as well but because and a lot of it can be mm-hmm. um because they don't want to have responsibility for their own consciousness and mindset and they need to maybe make some shifts themselves i'm always skeptical i'm always energy testing i'm always um checking each and every client i have to make sure they're not under any attack and even if they think they are most of the time they're not it's something else all right, Joanne, stand by. You and I have to take our final break. And Nation, our guest this hour is Joanne Brokos. Her website is www.joannebrokos.com. And uh, Joanne and I will return on the other side of the short break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, the X Chronicles newspaper for January 2019 is now available with our compliments at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. I'm Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simo TV. Simo TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. 
Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens, and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, Sonny Boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, Sonny Boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exonation, uh, we've been talking about angels this hour with my special guest, Joanne Brokos, whose website is joannebrokos.com. And Joanne, with all the trouble in the world today, how do the angels cope with the, the workload that they must be inundated with? Absolutely. I would say they're inundated. But there's also, apparently... There's so many angels, many more than humans, mm-hmm. so they have the ability to do it. And, um, you know, if every one of us on earth prayed, there would still be enough angels to help. But I don't think there's many prayers. There's not as many prayers as what we could do. And not only would there be more angels than humans on earth, you know, you're talking about universally, there would be angels to help with anything that we ask for in harmony with the divine will, which is always love, so with ultimate love. So if we each pray to ask an angel to, um, the best thing that we can ever do is to ask an angel to go to someone who is actually um, low in consciousness or um, have evil intent, to actually ask an angel to go there to touch their souls, to help light up their heart energy to help them awaken the divinity within them so that they are um, able to begin that path of less harm and destruction while they awaken to who they truly are so that they can add life to the world. Maybe not in this lifetime, mm-hmm. but because some people are so low in consciousness that they don't care who they hurt or harm. But you know, nobody thinks of praying, send angels to those who are evil or who are dark or who are influenced in some way. If we do, instead of just sending angels to help um, in areas that there are sick and suffering or in areas that there are children starving, this is that's natural for us to do that. We all want to help in those areas. Certainly. But we need to send things. Yeah, we need to send angels to those who are evil intent mm-hmm. so that we can help to maybe awaken who they are so that they can begin to 
their polarity around them. It is a, it is polarity at the end of the day. They need to switch, they need to awaken in consciousness. But what about children who do not understand the concept behind how to protect themselves from negativity and the darker angels? How can we protect them? Yeah. So again, through prayer, but also the, the when you when a child is typically protected by the aura of the parents, especially the mother, mm-hmm. up to a certain age, so they won't be so much influenced when they are a baby, when they're a baby, or when they're young. Um, are we talking influence now from um, a, a spiritual attack, or are you talking actually physical, like other human person? Children. No, I'm talking about so, spiritual attacks here. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So typically, um, the baby would be protected mm-hmm. through the mother's aura. So as long as the mother would be in typical balance, general balance, as in not, um, you know, abusing her body with drugs or with alcohol, you know, not overly abusing herself, then she's not letting herself um, be a target for attack. So there is an element of divine protection around them and spiritual protection, as mm-hmm. well as a strong natural protection of the baby's aura. So the baby has an aura. Now, the baby's super sensitive because the baby's just been born and has still got uh, a lot of consciousness, a lot of life with them. So they're super sensitive. So whilst they might be able to be aware of um, spiritual energies or psychic energies or spiritual souls, they, they will be generally protected as well as having their own guardian angel who would step in to protect them without the baby asking. And then we're all assuming that the baby can't communicate because it doesn't speak, mm-hmm. but we don't know the level of consciousness they have or that communication they have between their solely higher self and their guardian angel. It's, it's fascinating, but the level of consciousness goes above human communication. But what about the people who are part of religious philosophies who do not acknowledge or do not believe in angels and and the deity that we call God? How can we believers help them to be protected? Prayer again. You can pray for anybody to help them. But you know, we we have to honor people's free wills and sometimes people's free wills will not want to accept any help or any prayer or any intervention. They want to experience things their way. And and we have to honor that because it's their free will. It's their life. We have one life here. But, uh, yeah, because people's religion, their religious beliefs can interfere. But angels uh, appear in nearly every religion around the world. So they're included in nearly every religion mentioned mm-hmm. in different ways. Some of the angels even have the same names in other in, in different um, religions. And yet, um, in other religions, they will have the same attributes but different names. So, they would call the angels maybe something different. Like, I, I know that Archangel Michael is mentioned in a few religions, but also um, Gabriel as well. So, the, and there's four typical angels mentioned in Christian scripture or three, especially um, Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, Archangel Raphael, but there's also Archangel Uriel. So, and these Archangels are just the beams of divine light down, but they'll work 
universally with somebody, whether they're religious or not, or whether they're of any... Um, they don't even have to believe. Mm. If somebody prays for them, the angel will go to them and surround them in divine light and help them in the way that would be best serving their spiritual growth. I understand that you give courses, and I was wondering if you could tell us what type of courses you offer and how people can take your courses. Oh, yes, thank you. You know, I'm just about to launch an angel healing course, but my main course, mm-hmm. and one that most of my um, students absolutely love because they've had great results themselves, is the spiritual healing course. I offer a spiritual healing course, and this spiritual healing course explains everything about how I help people to heal. So it goes into great depth and detail about prayer, about how to pray specifically, about creative visualization, and about the spiritual and energetic anatomy, and especially on how to do distant spiritual healing treatments where you don't even ask, where you can help somebody across the world from you. Because I live in America, but as you can tell by my accent, my family are from Wales, so, you know, I'm across the world, and I'm, yet yeah, I'm still able to send healing when, when there's need be, and to pray in a specific way where they'll instantly help. So, absolutely, this is all taught from the spiritual healing online course. We've got about two and a half minutes left, uh, Joanne. First of all, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us tonight. It's been a great pleasure having you on the show. I love the way that you think, and how open your heart is to helping everyone that is a that is a commendable quality and thank you for sharing that with us what is your final message thank to the exon nation tonight what what would you like to tell the world oh thank you i'm so grateful for um that rob and then what i would like to say is that you know you can be an angel yourself on mm-hmm. earth and it's just to express the qualities of love, peace, harmony, joy, um, gratitude, giving, uh, blessing somebody, even if it's just prayer or time, because God uses us as earth angels. So his light, his love channels and comes through us. So you can be an angel to your friend, or you can be an angel to a stranger, or you can be an angel to your neighbor. But what you're doing is you're bringing divine light and divine love blessings through you to another person. And when you do that, you help to light up their soul and you help to light up their lives. And not only do you do do that happen for them, but it'll happen for you too because you'll always be blessed by love and you'll always be watched over and looked after. It's always about service and it's always about helping to raise somebody else up in, in not only in their mind and their emotions, but in their frequency so that they can create and attract wonderful life experiences. You know, every Christmas, people have angels in their homes, on their Christmas trees, on store windows and stores. I think they should celebrate with angels all year long. Oh, I love that. And I love the line, every time a bell rings, yeah. an angel gets his angel wings. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree. (laughs) Well, the time has come, my dear, when you and I must say so long. So please, let our listeners know how they can find out more about you and where they can get your books. Oh, thank you. You can visit my website at joannebrokers.com. My books are available on Amazon worldwide. Some of them have been translated into uh, French and Italian. 
and Spanish even. And then um, you can also, they're in Barnes & Noble and they're in New York too, so I'm delighted about that. Wow. They're in Broadway, New York, and a few stores, uh, Barnes & Noble in New York. So absolutely, please go and visit and check them out. Joanne, thank you so much. Take care of yourself, and I look forward to the next time you and I meet back here in the Yak Zone. Oh, thank you, and I truly appreciate it. God bless. God bless you too, my dear friend. Exonation Joanne Brokos has been our special guest this hour. Once again, her website is www.joannebrokos.com. Now, I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. here and they've been here for thousands of years making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I dot net. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo-TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simo-TV. Simo-TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. 
free video on demand, live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.